show. As you can tell by my voice, this is Katie Shook, and David is on vacation. So the hardest part about pre-programmed intros, as Kyle knows, is when the person's absent, it sounds funny because <laughs> David's not here. So today, joining me in studio today, I have Christine Summers. She's another admin in our office, and so her and I are running the show. So the boss is away, and the girls will play today. That's right. That's Sorry, how we're David. Gonna, that's how we're going to do it. So David somehow thinks because it's spring break, he needs a spring break too. No. I haven't figured out. Like, do, can we all get spring break? I want spring break. If my kids are off, I want to be off yeah, too. Yeah, right. Can we, can, <laughs> is it bad to close the office for the week because we all want a break? <laughs> Kyle, does it? did you get spring break around here at you all know, on the radio station? Uh, you know, for some reason, other people whose wives are also in education always seem to get spring break off. Do they get spring break fever? They're kind of sick. <laughs> no, they they, they pl- apparently they're smart <laughs> enough to ask earlier, and then once they take it off, I can't take it off. That last minute, you know, you can only have so many people gone at once. So. But you've told me that you just don't take time off work anyway. So, well, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Vacation is not in your vocabulary. I think uh, well, when I came back after my little accident debacle about twenty-seven months ago, I haven't taken a day off since. Holy moly. Well, so. you know, just because you get th- three months of being laid up, that's not really vacation, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I, we're, we're hoping that the next vacation will not involve breaking a limb or something. Yeah, please don't. Although they good, so. they have good insurance for that, so, by the way. That's <laughs> yeah, true. But uh, no, uh, actually, um, I am working on, uh, boy, if I say this on the radio. Does it make it happen? It, well, it, but it's, somebody's going to hear it. And although it's not a surprise, hoping to go to Hawaii this summer. Me too. Oh. Me too. What island? Any uh, any uh, island in the particular? The one that you're not on. Oh. <laughs> How weird would that be? Just walking down a beach and going, that's somebody from Roseburg? <laughs> I, yeah. Well, Roseburg would be a little different. I did have that happen, though. I have a girlfriend from college. When we were in college, her parents owned a condo in Oahu, um, on Oahu. And we went, and sure enough, I ran into a friend of mine on the beach. Holy I, I mean, it's... How does that happen? It kind of happens to me a lot, oddly enough, and I haven't figured out how. But I do tend to run into people I know in the most random of places on vacation. I think the oddest one that happened to my wife when she was in college was standing at the base of the Eiffel Tower. And uh, she'd taken some time off and was touring Europe. And somebody who she'd never met before walked up to her, looked at her, mentioned her father's name, and said, You're his daughter, right? Yeah, that would be really weird. She grew up in Eugene. And her father, as it turned out, was this man's mailman. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And he, he saw the resemblance. That's crazy. Had never seen her picture, but saw the resemblance and went, that's got to be one of her one of that guy's daughters. Whoa. Man, that's a strong gene pool right there. Yeah. Like, when you don't so. even have to look at the picture of the kids to know that they belong to that certain person. When, when you're in another country. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, country or not, I mean, people look familiar. I, you know, there's always doppelgangers out there, right? Like, you always have some, they always say that everybody has a doppelganger somewhere. And I haven't found mine yet, although I have been told that there are people that sound like me. Mm, there you go. Um, so every once in a while, I run into somebody and they're like, oh, my gosh, I thought, you know, my friend or my sister was in the room based on, the, I think, the tone of my voice or the way I laugh. They said, you sound exactly like my sister. So uh, and then I always kind of laugh and said, well, God must have loved me so much. He cloned me somewhere. So hmm. <laughs> now you are still doing a financial show. We are it? still doing a financial okay. show. <laughs> I'm we're just gonna, checking. We're going to still talk about true wealth. But uh, you still haven't told me what island you're going to in Hawaii. I I. I'm not sure. Because you realize there's more than one island, right? Like uh, it's Four. Okay, yeah. So yeah. just saying. People go, oh, I'm going to go to Hawaii. And it's like, which island? 
Uh, I got to choose. It's an <laughs> island? Yeah. <laughs> Islands. Chain. You can't drive there? No. <laughs> yeah, really. No, you can't. What kind of rental vehicle do you get to get there? <laughs> yeah. One with underwater capabilities. Pull out a little James Bond moment. Mm. We'll see. Anyways, uh, so yes, it is a financial show. Sometimes it's about the true wealth moments, though, Kyle. Sometimes, you know, it is about true wealth. It's about vacations. It's about the things that your money can afford and money can buy, which are important, too, as well. Sometimes to your mental well-being or to your emotional health. Um, but no, Christine and I today are going to talk about IRAs, which I know sounds so exciting to everybody listening. But it's something that's important because we are up against a deadline. Christine, what deadline are we up against? We're up against a tax deadline. Tax? April 15th. Tax deadline. It's actually the 15th this year. It's actually the 15th. I've gone to saying like, oh, it's April 15th. And like some years it's the 17th and some years it's the 19th. And I don't know, it just makes it confusing. Yeah. I get it when April 15th is like a Sunday because the post office is like, we're not being open on Sunday so that you guys can drop your stuff off last minute. <laughs> I know, right? Rush, it rush. has to be a work day. We'll stay later on a work day, but that's it. We draw the line on a Sunday. It's not going <laughs> to happen. Um so, uh, t and why is the tax deadline important? Well, A, you should make sure you actually file your taxes if you need to, Big but one. which majority of people do. But um, the reason it's important is because it is the last day to make a contribution to your IRA, um, your individual retirement account. So if you have a traditional or a Roth IRA, April 15th is the last day that you can make a contribution for 2018. Yep, prior so, year. Prior year. So not 2019, but 2018. Um, and why is that important? Christine, why would that be important to make a contribution for last year if you haven't so already? Maybe you want to lower your taxable income? There you go. So lowering your taxable income. Now, can you do that with both a Roth and a traditional? No, you cannot. No, you can't. So with a traditional... And people say, well, how does that work exactly if I have a traditional IRA, right, and I got my take-home check and I already had taxes taken out of my check, how can I put money in a pre-tax account? How does how does that work? Uh, how you word it on your tax return? <laughs> I know. This, is, this took me a while to wrap my head around because this was kind of my perplexing thing, right, was how do you, how do you claim income? as pre-tax when you've already had taxes taken out of your income like that didn't make sense to me but let's think about taxes Ooh, thank you kyle i got headphones i feel special i can actually hear <laughs> myself um it, let's think about what your taxes are in the first place and that'll make more sense right so why do we file taxes if we have if we have tax taken out of our paycheck then what's the point of filing taxes because we've already paid taxes right to possibly get more back or well, pay more at the end Right. Well, but why do we do that? And, and the reason is, is that you, when you file your taxes to the IRS, it is your accounting of everything that's happened in your life, right? So it goes further than your income. But what you're saying is, this is my income. This is how much I've paid so far. So if I owe more, it's because I haven't paid enough. Yeah. And if I get a refund, it's because I've overpaid, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's the simplicity of it. So how that works with a traditional IRS or traditional IRA, IRS. See, I'm already slipping up on the radio. <laughs> How that works with a traditional IRA is, let's say your income is 45000 mm -hmm. And you go and you had your taxes taken out and everything else, right? And you have your take-home pay. And you go and open a traditional IRA and you put $5,000 in it. We're going to keep the math simple. So you put $5,000 in it. Well, 
what your taxes do is you go to the IRS and you say, look, I made $45,000, which is what I was taxed on. Mm-hmm. But by putting $5,000 in a tax-deferred account, mm-hmm. I should have only paid taxes as if I made 40000 Yep. So I overpaid my taxes. You owe me money. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes, woohoo. So one of the reasons that people put money in a traditional IRA prior to tax deadline is they will sit down and start doing their taxes and realize if they put a little bit of money away, it'll lower their overall taxes owed, possibly get a refund, yep. depending on all the accounting altogether. But um, it's a nice way to have an extension, right? Because if you had to put that money in there by December 31st of last year, without kind of having the time to calculate your taxes, mm-hmm. how do you know whether or not that would have benefited you? Exactly. Other than the fact that you have a retirement account, which is saving for retirement. So, I mean, there's always that benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, but whether or not you should do a traditional or a Roth sometimes depends on your personal tax situation for that year. Yes. And we actually have clients that will flip flop like one year, maybe do traditional the next year, maybe do Roth depending on what their financial situation looks like. And that can change from year to year. Mm -hmm. So, um, something to kind of keep in mind with a traditional IRA. So the reason we bring up the tax deadline of April 15th is, If you walk into your firm on April 15th and say, I want to open an IRA account and fund my account, you're going to have a really hard time doing that. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be like, "Uh, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, Christine and I are going to give you a really ugly look. No, I'm just kidding. We won't do that. But it's um, you should at least have the account open. Now, we have been told by our custodians that they will accept the check as long as it is postmarked mm-hmm. yeah. by April 15th. But you're really kind of playing with fire at that point. Yeah, exactly. But that doesn't mean that we can get the account open that fast. And by the way, you would be amazed how many people try to open accounts and the, at the like 11th hour, 11th minute. <laughs> <laughs> or bring us their checks to fund those accounts. Yeah, they're like, here, here's my check. Can you open the account now? Uh, <laughs> no, it's April 16th. We can't. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, we can open the account, but it's not going to count for last year. So there's there's a lot of things that need to be happen uh, need to happen ahead of time. April 15th is coming up. I mean, it's it's like two and a half weeks away now. It's right on the corner, and you're going to blink, and it's going to be here. Right. So if you're thinking about opening a retirement account and don't already have one. Mm-hmm. Um, now is the time to kind of talk to the financial advisor, get scheduled. By the way, financial advisors get really, really busy right before tax deadline. Yeah. Because what are the number one phone calls that we're fielding right now? Tax questions. Tax questions. Now, again, we're not a CPA, so we can't give tax advice. Mm-hmm. But people are calling asking about what is on their statement or on their tax documents from their IRA mm-hmm. versus what they need to report. Um how to report it, you know, sometimes if they're DIYers and they're doing their taxes themselves on like TurboTax or H&R Block or something like that, um, the way the questions are worded can be different and that could lead them down the wrong path, Mm -hmm. right? And it's harder when you're doing it yourself and you're supposed to be the answer book. Yeah, when you have all these different tax documents in your face. Right, and you're like, okay, I think I put that incorrectly, but (laughs) maybe I didn't, and so... Um, and so, it, you know, if you're unsure, if something doesn't look right, then sometimes it pays to have a second pair of eyes, take a look at it. Mm-hmm. But tax documents have already been out. They've been out since February for people to kind of figure out their tax accounting. Um, and by the way, if you have a traditional IRA and need to make a contribution for last year or 
have, maybe you've made contributions over the year, um, over 2018, but you've been putting in little amounts and you're going to catch up the rest of what you can contribute. Mm-hmm. Now is the time to get it in because those are um, important things. And I will probably bring this up, even though we may have t- different topics on the shows for the next three weeks, but bring up tax deadlines because that's something that's really, really important. Um, and we always end up with a couple people that call right after the 15th and beg and plead and ask to do it. And by the way, it's not us. We would love to help you guys. It's the IRS, yeah. right? Like, I can't argue with them. They kind of have their final say on that. They made the rules and I got to play by them. So uh, it's a little bit different. But um, so we're talking about tax deadlines and uh, uh, we're running up on that. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about Roth IRAs. And today is going to be a very interesting day, folks, as you're listening, just because David is not here to run the soundboard. And so I'm relying on Kyle and our other engineers to do them <laughs> for me, um, which so I have when I think we're supposed to take a break. But that meter could move a little bit. <laughs> but Kyle's back in studio. So uh, stick around. We're going to talk about Roth IRAs when we return and talk about the difference between traditional and Roth IRAs. So this is Katie Shook and Christine Summers. And you have the True Wealth Radio Show on News Radio 1240 KQEN. Afternoon. It's 422. And you're doing this very well on your own today. I am. I Well, I feel comfortable in front of the microphone. It's now getting Christine comfortable in front of the microphone because it's a little nerve wracking. And this is only your second time yeah. that I know of. What do I do with my hands? Anything you want, because <laughs> nobody can see. Generally. I mean, some, sometimes we have cameras, but we don't have them in here no, on right now. No, we are not doing cameras today. <laughs> David's usually in charge of putting it on Facebook. I'm not going to orchestrate all of that today without him. So, Anyways, welcome back to the True Wealth Radio Show. So uh, you have the hostess with the mostest, uh, Katie Shook, in studio today with Christine, who... Hello. David always says I'm his right hand, but uh, Christine definitely is mine. She helps me out a lot on files and dealing with client interaction um, in a positive way because we love our clients. But um, she helps me out quite a bit. So uh, she is replacing David today in studio. Um, And we do a lot of education on Mm -hmm. IRAs and the importance of them. And you were telling me about a new thing that you've been doing with David. So what have you been doing with David lately? Yeah, we've been creating videos and putting them on our YouTube channel. So if anybody's interested or wanting to learn more about opening an IRA or how to fund it or how much to fund it, you can go to uh, the Little John Financial Financial Services Services, YouTube channel. Yeah, so if you didn't know, we have a YouTube channel now too because, you know, we try to be cool, but sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I can't. <laughs> I can't really help you there. And, and sometimes they make sense. Now, um, is this under the investment school stuff? There's or? two. There are two different uh, channels right now. We don't have anything under the investment school side, but the Little John Financial Services. They're hmm, probably close to a hundred videos now. But wow, that many? Are we really at a hundred already? I think we're close to it. Hundred videos with David's face on it, guys. Just think about that for a minute. <laughs> no, so it's, um, and part of the reason that you started shooting these videos with David is because people have a lot of questions and we get mm-hmm. a lot of the same questions. Like, what is an IRA? We do. Which one should I have, a traditional or a Roth? And so it gives David a chance to really go in depth about the differences between the two. Um, does he offer scenarios where one would be, I guess that would be investment advice, so probably not. Yeah, no, there's, he just gives mostly facts 
about, about the two different types yep. of accounts. Okay. And obviously there's more types of IRA besides the Roth and the traditional, but we decided to conquer those two today. Yep. Um, so in the first segment of the show, we talked about a traditional IRA, which is pre-tax mm-hmm. or tax-deferred money, right? So yes. um, you have not paid taxes on that money yet. Now, one of the things to remember on a traditional IRA is because you didn't pay any taxes on the way in, you do what? You pay taxes on the way out. You pay taxes on the way out. Mm-hmm. So when you take distributions from this account, it's now taxable as income. So all you've done is said to the IRS, hey, I'm going to stick it over here in this bucket and mm-hmm. let the money grow. And then later I'm going to take it out and I'll pay you taxes on it later. Yep. And the IRS says, cool. Now, can I leave it in there indefinitely? No, you may not. How come? Because they want their money eventually. Because the IRS is greedy eventually, guys. Like They're only going to hold off so long. So what ends up happening? And I'm so kind of force-feeding her questions, by When the way. <laughs> you turn 70 and a half, they're going to force you to uh, take out distributions. And what are those year. called? Required minimum distributions. RMDs, required minimum distributions. I'm trying to get her to giggle a little bit. She's starting to smile a little bit. Um, <laughs> that was one for radio, let me tell you. Um, she had the chipmunk smile. She was like holding her teeth back. So required minimum distributions. If you have a traditional IRA, there's two numbers that are really important. So the first one is 59 and a half. Yep. If you take out money out of your retirement account before 59 and a half, the IRS kind of smacks your hand and says, don't do that. And they give you a 10% penalty because they yep. want you to save for retirement. Yep. That was the whole point of having the account in the first place, right? Individual retirement account, mm-hmm. not a save for my boat account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think they have those. Nice. I know, right? <laughs> but um, so it's an individual retirement account. They want you to save for retirement. So 59 and a half is the first number that's really, really important. If you are under 59 and a half and take money out of your IRA, then you get a 10% penalty and it's still taxable as income. Yeah. Now, if you're in retirement and you've met that 59 and a half, so say you're like 65, you're cruising along, then any money you take out of your IRA at that point is just taxable as income. That's right. So it doesn't matter how much money's in your account other than that's the amount that you're limited to, right? Like you can't borrow against it. But, That's right. um, but you know, if you have two hundred thousand dollars in an IRA, you don't have to take two hundred thousand dollars out the minute you retire. You could take out five grand or whatever amount mm-hmm. you want. You just have to pay the taxes mm-hmm. on it. Now at seventy and a half, they have what they call required minimum distributions, mm-hmm. and what that means is the IRS says, okay, we've been letting this money sit in there for a really long time. You know, you've been building it over the years, and we want we need you to pay taxes on something. So every year, we're going to require for you to take just a little portion of it out. And what ends yeah. up happening, if uh, if you want to Google it, you can. You can put um, RMD tables or required minimum distribution tables. So what ends up happening is as you age over 70, mm-hmm. then every year the proportion or the percentage goes up slightly, right? So I figured out like the first year – it's about 3%, and then it kind of goes up to like 4 or 5%. And so every year, the percentage of the account value has to come out. Now, hopefully, the account is continuing to grow too. Yes. Right? So not only are you required to take a bigger portion out every year, but hopefully your account value has gone up, and it's based on your account value as of December 31st of the previous year. Yes. So people that are over 70 and a half this year, so let's say you're 72, then – we're going to take your account value as of December 31st of 2018, calculate it by your age, whatever mm-hmm. that table is on the IRS website, and then that is how much money you have to take out in 2019. Yep. Now, what happens if you don't take out enough money? They're going to slap you again. They're going to slap you again. They get mad. They go, no, no, no. You're supposed to take out money for taxes. Mm-hmm. So how does that work? So what they do is they give you a big penalty if you don't take out enough. 
That's right. Now, can you take out more? Yep. Yeah, you can take out as much as you want, up to the account value. Mm-hmm. But you can't take out less. If you take out less, the IRS will take it for you and uh, take a lot more than you were going to pay in taxes in the first place. So <laughs> don't do that. Make sure you take your RMDs. Um, but we said this segment, we were going to talk a little bit about Roth IRAs. So Roth IRAs were created not too long ago. They have not been around as long as traditional IRAs. So Roth IRAs are after-tax dollars. Mm-hmm. So you get your paycheck, you take it home, right? You've already paid your taxes out of it. And you say, I want to open a Roth IRA. Now, what would be the benefit of opening a Roth IRA? To save for retirement. That's that. <laughs> Thank you, Christine. <laughs> Part of the benefit of opening a Roth IRA is all of the growth is? Oh, tax-free. Tax-free. Now, is it really tax-free? Mm, not so much. Yes. <laughs> you just totally <laughs> changed your answer on that one. So with a Roth IRA, the growth is tax-free. Now, here's what ends up happening. The same 59 and a half still applies, right? So yes. they want you to save for retirement. If you wait till at least 59 and a half, all the growth is tax-free. Yep. Um, a couple of the things that are really cool about a Roth IRA is, um, and some people may know this or may not know this, is you can actually utilize some of the money as for a first-time home purchase. Mm-hmm. So if you want a way to save, um, you can sa- you can use some of the money for a first-time home purchase or for a qualified educational expense. That's right. So it's another way. So people out there listening thinking, I have some kids. I'm trying to figure out if I want to do a college plan or what I want to do. And um, I'm not sure if my kid's going to go to college, but I know I need to save for retirement. Roth IRA may be the way to go. Mm-hmm. And this is where I am not giving you tax advice. I'm telling you, go talk to a professional. There you go. Or call our office. Where can they reach us? 541-375-0898. So if you're not working with somebody and you have questions and you're trying to figure out what kind of IRA fits you best, give our office a call. We'll be happy to hook you up with one of our advisors. You can have a little chat on the phone, come in in person, whatever, however we can meet you that way. we even do Zoom calls and things like mm-hmm. that if you want to meet face to face over the internet. That's right. Which is kind of weird. It's almost like first date, like online dating, right? Like you're sitting in front of your computer and you're they're like sitting in front of their computer. It is kind of awkward. What do I do with my hands? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so concerned about your hands today? Do I need to get you a squishy ball? Like, oh. <laughs> Christy, we're on the radio and she's worried about her hands. It's not TV. <laughs> As you know, we always have a good time in studio, but. Um, so Roth IRA, Roth IRAs are great. Now you don't get the deduction on your taxes the way that you do with a traditional IRA. So if that is not a concern, the Roth IRA may be the way to go. Yep. Um, the same contribution limits apply though. Mm-hmm. So last year we're talking about tax deadlines and everything else, and people wanting to contribute for 2018. What was the contribution limit for 2018? If you are under. Mm-hmm. What age is it? 50. 50. You can contribute up to $5,500 for the 2018 year. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you're over 50 and still want to save for retirement, they have what they call a catch-up contribution. Mm-hmm. So the catch-up contribution is an additional $1,000. Um, so last year, it was $5,500. And if you're over 50, it's 6500 Yep. And this year, they raised it 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. Woo, woo. So now you get to put six grand, which, by the way, makes the math so much easier because if you were to put monthly contributions and Mm -hmm. max out either of the IRAs the traditional or the Roth what would the monthly amount be 500 an easy $500 it's so easy 
Last year when it was 5500 it was like $480. It was like $483.33 in yes, change. And then weird. you were still short like four pennies from yep. fully funding. It was a weird, weird number. It doesn't divide evenly. Um, and 6500 doesn't divide evenly, honestly, too, if you're over 50. But for most of the people that yeah. are kind of aggressively saying at this point, Six grand was kind of nice. I was super excited when they raised it five hundred dollars because I went, "Wow, the <laughs> math, <of> mind. <laughs> math is so easy now. It makes it awesome." Now, uh, one of the things I do want to clarify, though, really quickly, between a Roth and a traditional. So remember, Roth is after-tax dollars, and yes. a traditional is pre-tax dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So, when you pay the taxes, depends on whether or not you've paid them or not going in. But even with the new contribution limits, so 2019, the contribution limits are $6,000 if you're under 50 or $7,000 mm-hmm. if you're over. That does not mean that you can put 6000 in a traditional and 6000 in a Roth. That's right. It's 6000 total in either one or both or however you want to do that. Yep. So. You know, you can do three thousand in each. Mm-hmm. You can do, you can divide it up however you want. You can choose one over the other depending on the year, but you have to pick. That's right. So again, if you over contribute, the IRS will slap you on the wrist mm-hmm. and give you a penalty and make you take the money back out. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So what they do is they tax you on the gross, like they tax you on a little bit over that you made on it. So they still take some money out, and then you still have to take it back. <laughs> right, so it's like you lost all the earnings. It was like, wait a minute, that didn't work. It's not literally all the earnings, but yeah, they they have rules that you need to follow. Yeah, that's rules like, about how this is going on. Yeah, and if you come to us and open a new account, you gotta let us know if you have another account that you've been contributing for the year. <laughs> yeah, we luckily we don't get those that often. Yes, yes. But every once in a while. There's a little bit of crossover between, yeah. um, you know, like, and sometimes the only, actually, I was gonna say, the only time I think I've had that happen, um, I have a couple situations. One um, was an employer plan. Somebody left yep. one employer plan and then halfway through the year switched to another one and forgot how much they had contributed to the original one. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of an over contribution. So again, we had to claw that back. There are times within, the IRS understands that sometimes people make mistakes, right? And so yep. they do kind of give you a window of opportunity to figure it out and fix it. But if you're past that window, then they go, well, you kind of waited too long. Sorry, you know, it's not going to work that way. We might have a penalty for you. But yep. Now, advantages of saving. So we talked about tax advantages for the initial year, right? Mm-hmm. But the advantage of saving is you're saving for retirement. You'll actually have money in retirement to go spend. Yeah. Like actually retire. Actually retire and not work until you're 92. <laughs> that would be a good thing. So anyway, moving on with Roth IRAs and traditional IRAs. So we are talking about IRAs today. I have a couple more that I want to bring up, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Oregon Saves Plan mm-hmm. and what that's all about. So uh, we're going to take our next break, um, but we will be right back. You have Katie Shook and Christine Summers. And this is News Radio 1240 KQEN. Afternoon, 438, 22 minutes away from the afternoon report at 5, the all-female financial show on the radio. The only <laughs> one you'll hear in Roseburg right now. I like that, the all-female financial show. I don't know if I can get Christine comfortable enough, and I don't know if David will ever give up the microphone. I'm okay with that. But it's uh, that's an interesting twist, the all-female financial show. It'd be kind of fun. Um, all right, so we were talking about Roth IRAs and traditional IRAs. I have Christine joining me in the studio today on the True Wealth Radio Show. We are here to take over because the boss is away at play. That's right. So 
which, by the way, that doesn't mean that our office is closed. We have another advisor in there that's happy to help people. So nothing. It's business as usual this mm-hmm. week. That's right. Except for it's spring break, and I think we all have spring break fever. But a little I, <laughs> I kind of want to show up in flip flops. Not gonna lie. Although it's not really warm enough to do that. Yeah, it was last week. It was, and then it went away. Yeah. I feel like it's a Groundhog's Day. It's like, oh, it saw its shadow. No, hide, hide. <laughs> Come on, spring. You can do it. I know you can. All right. Um, today we are talking about Roth IRAs and traditional IRAs. And I mentioned before the break that we were going to talk a little bit about organ saves and what that is. Um, David and I have covered it before on the show. But uh, just to give you a recap, if you have no idea what organ saves is. So um, on the website, as I was looking at it, some of the frequently asked questions and different things. So organ saves, Oregon decided that over half of the people that live in Oregon do not have a retirement plan. That's quite a bit. Half of the working industry, I should working. say. So obviously, yes. like, little kids don't count. If you're already retired, you don't count. But, like, in the workforce, in the work field here in Oregon, over half of them don't have anything safe for retirement. Now, you can do it on your own. We've been talking about traditional mm-hmm. and, and Roth IRAs. You can open an account on your own online. You can walk into a financial firm and open it. You can mm-hmm. come to our firm if you need help. We'd be happy to walk you through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Oregon says, man, you know, that's that's not working for us. And we have a lot of small businesses here in Oregon. I mean, we have some, you know, some major players, but a lot of mom and pop businesses, a lot of uh, businesses with under 100 employees. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, we're going to help them out a little bit. We're going to kind of force them to save for retirement, which... Yeah. I would say there's a good chunk of clients of ours that part of the reason they are millionaires to this day is because the company they worked for made them save every month, Yes, right? They just said, hey, we're going to put in a portion of your check every month and you're just going to save. And they went, okay. I mm-hmm. mean, because, you know, if you start out at 19 or 20, like I remember when I was 19, I had no clue really about investments. Like yeah. I kind of understood what stocks were. And I remember working with an investment advisor because this guy who seemed harmless <laughs> contacted my company at the time and said, hey, you know, I want to talk to you about women in investing. And I went, sure, sounds good. Right. Mm-hmm. I was curious. Ended up signing up with him. But um, I will tell you right now, I still feel like I really didn't understand what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of other people feel that way, too. Like, I know I should save for retirement, but I don't know how much to save and I don't know what kind of investments to buy and I don't know where to go and when, um, to, and when to do it and how to do it. And I mean, there's a lot of questions, right? And that's what we're here for. That's what Christine and I do is we help answer a lot of those questions too. Mm-hmm. Um, so Oregon came along and said, hey, we're going to put this bill into act and we're going to do Oregon saves. Now, to um, tell you a little bit about the rules, the rules are A, your, your employer does not have to offer a retirement plan for the company. Mm-hmm. Oregon Saves is a Roth IRA. So we were just talking about the background of a Roth IRA, yep. right? It's after-tax dollars. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't change anything on payroll because you just did your normal payroll. What your employer becomes is an administrator. So your employer is in charge of making sure that like the account gets set up and then putting money into the account. But it's still with after-tax dollars. So mm-hmm. let's say you got paid $1,000 and you got 20% taken out of taxes, so your take-home pays 800 at that point. The um, the way that Oregon Saves works is it starts at 5% of okay. your income, right? So you sit there and you say, okay, I took home $800, and now Oregon Saves wants me to put in 5%, right? So I'm going to put 40 bucks into a Roth IRA for this paycheck. So let's say you get paid twice a month. Mm-hmm. 
So I'll put in 80 bucks total a month. And my employer is in charge of making sure that the state of Oregon gets the check on my behalf to put into my account. Yep. So the employer doesn't have to hire a financial advisor. They don't have to offer a retirement plan. There's no match, right? They're not offering any incentive Mm -hmm. for you to contribute. You as an employee can opt out. You can tell your employer, I don't want to do that. It's not what I want. Yep. You know, or or, um, I don't want to participate or I have a better deal somewhere else. So it's up to you. Um, And for some people, this is a great option. It's a great place to start. The state charges 1%, mm-hmm. which is a decent amount for a fee. It's, 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 it's reasonable. It's right in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, But understand one thing. Why is the state doing this? What do you think their motives are for offering these retirement plans? Because it's not benevolence. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, well, they're trying to get people to save for retirement. But then at the same time, they're collecting 1%. They're making 1%. Yeah. Right? So if you have a million people... And everybody puts in, let's say, $500 for the whole year, mm-hmm. right? So a million people times 500 bucks just for the first year. That's $500 million in an account. <laughs> now, this is no growth. This is just, this is just straight cash. contributions, right? Yep. Which $500, once again, what is the Roth IRA contribution max? For 2019 is $6,000. $6,000. So we're not talking anywhere near the max, right? We're talking like... Just 500. Just 500 bucks a year, right? Mm -hmm. So 100 bucks... um, No, what did I... 500 bucks a year. I can't even do math now. Divide by 12. 60 bucks a month. Is that right? Sure. Okay. We're going to... Jeez, the math (laughs) is so bad. Oh, my God. Okay, here we go. Um, Why? Why do I do this... Um, sorry, 40 bucks a month. Okay. So $41.66 is what it comes out to. A month, which is very, I mean, it's not little, but. Yeah. So for, so the example that we were just talking about, right? So yeah. if you had a $1,000 paycheck, you took home $800. Yep. And then they said, okay, from that, we're going to put in 5%, right? Which is about the 40 bucks. So we're pretty close, right? So putting $40 a month in. $40 a month. You get about $500. It's not quite. It's rounding. And, um, but. The state collects 1% of that. Yep. So they're going to collect $5 million of revenue. Mm-hmm. For <laughs> holding your money. For holding your money. <laughs> right? And that doesn't include the the growth because it's one it's 1% of the account value. Yeah. So it's not 1% of the contributions. It's 1% of the account value. Yep. So they're going to look at it um, and they're going to say, hey, you know, you made this much money. Say you made an additional 500 or you put 500 bucks in for the year, right? Say you made 50 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. So you have $550 in there and they're collecting their 1%. Like they're going to they're gonna take their little piece of the pie. Don't think they don't have their hands in this. So they're looking at it as a way to help you save mm-hmm. and a way for them to make money. Yep. Now here's where it gets dangerous is so you think, oh, $500, not a big deal. Right. And if your paycheck's like a thousand dollars, that's fine. There's a built in increase every year. So yes. Every year your boss is supposed to increase the amount you contribute by one percent until it reaches a cap of ten percent. Mm-hmm. So you start off in two thousand nineteen and you start off with five percent. And then in two thousand twenty it's gonna be six, in two thousand twenty one it's gonna be seven, so and so on and so on until it gets ten percent. Mm-hmm. So in two thousand so in twenty twenty four. You're going to be putting in 10% of your income, right? So instead of 40 bucks, it's 80 bucks, mm-hmm. which is still fine. We're still under $1,000. So it's not like we're reaching the max contribution limits. Now, here's where it gets a little tricky. Who's in charge of monitoring the account? Well, you're going to have to be in charge of that. The employee, mm-hmm. right? So even though your employer is making sure that you have your contributions, 
the employee is in charge of making sure that your account doesn't go over the limit. Yeah. Or does what it's supposed to do. One more thing to keep track of, guys. Right. Now, this is, I would say this is like going bowling with bumper lanes. Right? <laughs> like, and if you've ever taken your kid bowling with bumper lanes, by the way, if you're an adult and you've ever bowled with bumper lanes, can you still get a gutter ball? At the very end. <laughs> you can still get a gutter ball at the very end, right? Like, I mean, it's going to bounce back and forth all the way down. And yep. you're going to hopefully knock over at least a pin or two. But you can still get nothing. Yep. Right? So, like, it can still <laughs> Where am I going with this? You're going to have really big training wheels on this. There's, like, four investment options and that's it, right? So, this is, like, the starter pack of somebody who doesn't want to worry about it, doesn't want to think about it. Mm -hmm. The employer that doesn't want to offer a plan or a match. It just it's it's training wheels, guys. Yep. It's very simple training wheels. But remember, as the employee, you have to watch everything. So you have to make sure you don't over contribute because otherwise you're going to have the penalty. So that's where the five percent I'm not so worried about. But over the years, seeing people get up to 10 percent contribution. Yeah, that's where I'm like, oh, that can get a little tricky there. Right now, exactly. I think having a little bit higher of an amount this year, having the six grand makes Helps. it a little bit easier. But uh, I could easily see a couple people going, oh, yeah, I kind of exceeded it. The other part of that, too, with the Roth is there's a phase out period. Mm -hmm. So not everybody is automatically eligible to have a Roth IRA. If you make too much money, you can't have one. Yeah. And it's who's a limit? It's about 130000 if you're single. Single. Yeah. And about 170000 you start to phase out. It's about 190000 then you become uneligible. Yeah. So whose responsibility is that? That'll be yours again. Still the employee. Still your responsibility <laughs> to make sure that you're not making so much money that you actually can't contribute. Yeah. So there's issues, folks. This is a good plan with training wheels on it. But you have to, you know, it's like you have to still pay attention and beware. Yep. So something that's not, should not be taken lightly. But it's a good place to start if you're looking for something. Um, and again, if you're trying to compare the different IRAs, I would talk to somebody first. Yeah. Even if you make a phone call and still decide to go with the Oregon Saves, at least you'll be more informed. Exactly. Um, which is something that's good. All right, folks. Well, we got to take another break. Um, we're running up against it here, but we're going to finish talking about IRAs when we get back. So you have Katie Shook and Christine Summers. And you have the True Wealth Radio Show on News Radio 1240, KQEN. Final segment, eight minutes away from five, the all-female financial show, the only one on the radio in Roseburg on a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon right here on this fine station. You're loving that. The all-female financial. It rolls off the tongue really well. Yeah. The all-female financial like show. Female does, insight. Does it smell like estrogen in here? I just want to know. Moving along. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's like, uh, not answering that. All right. Uh, on the show today, Katie Shook. Joining me in studio today is Christine Summers from our office, Little John Financial Services. Mm -hmm. We are here talking IRAs and tax deadlines and why it's important. But first, we're going to do a shameless plug. First of all. April 18th, coming up at our office, we're going to do a wills and trusts workshop. And we're going to have a guest speaker, yep. Derek Simmons. Our favorite attorney. Yep. That's right. And if you guys are interested in joining, it's free. All you got to do is call the office or check out the RSVP link on our website. Which is? www.littlejohnfs.com. Awesome. So they can sign up online. They can. Are, do we have a sign up on Facebook? Not yet? Not yet. Okay, but we will. Yep. So if you to go approved. to it, 
Ah, yeah. Welcome to compliance. <laughs> um, so we have a Facebook page, but if you want to come, you can always send us a message or a shout out through Facebook too as well. Mm-hmm. Um, give the office a call. Check it out. Um, our wills and trust class is one of our most popular classes of the year. And by the way, we do usually fill up. Yes, it is. So this is a first come, first serve kind of thing. Um, if not, you might have to wait another six months to catch the next one. That's right. If you're interested in a will or trust, um, have questions about it or have one. And maybe it's from another state. Um, or have property in another state. Mm-hmm. There's lots of different scenarios, mm-hmm. but you should definitely attend this class because um, it'll help give you the answers to put you on the right path. Did I mention it's free? Yeah, free. Like who does that anymore, <laughs> right? So free with David and Derek. That's right. Right. It's the D- it's the DD show, the mm-hmm. David and Derek show. So this time it's the all female financial show. I kind of <laughs> like that. It might have to be coined that for this segment. All right. So we were talking about traditional IRAs, Roth IRAs. We're talking about organ saves. Why are all those things important? Because you need to save for retirement. Yeah. And more than like 50 grand because let me tell you, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. And it's getting more expensive every year. It costs more to live. Well, and you get hit by surprises. Yeah. Like Snowmageddon. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I'm not going to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. For all of you who are still traumatized by Snowmageddon, I get it. Like, and we have actually had, we've had clients coming in taking distributions to pay for yard services, to cut down trees and yard and fix their houses Mm -hmm. and things like, so all of these things are accidents that happen. Yeah. Right. And they still cost money to take care of. That's right. So saving for retirement is something that's really important. Um, we've been talking about traditional IRAs versus Roth IRAs. We've talked about organ saves, which is the organ retirement plan um, that they put into effect. It's still kind of winding up. Um, this year is if you have like 10 to 19 employees, and then I think at the at the deadline's coming up in May. And then yes, um, at the end of the year, I think it's like if you have five or five to 10 employees, and then next year it's like five and under. Mm-hmm. So they're still rolling out all the enrollment. So it's not quite in full swing yet. It'll be interesting to see the ripple effect 10 years from now of this program. Yeah. Like whether it changes, what happens. Um, I noticed an interesting thing on the Frequently Asked Questions page um, because I was doing my research, finding out all about the project. um, And it said, uh, we do not offer traditional IRAs right now, but we may in the future. And I was like, huh? Oh, that's interesting. Now, I know why they did Roth IRAs in the beginning, because they didn't want to add an additional um, burden to payroll. Right. Because you start putting in money pre-tax, you start monkeying with payroll taxes and that kind of upset payroll ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it just makes it more work. Right. It does. And then you got to figure it out. But I realized, too, if you start cutting out of payroll taxes, they're still cutting out of their pocket. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like if you do it with after tax money, you get the payroll taxes at full swing and you get the one percent off of the accounts. So it's you kind of it's a win win for the state of Oregon. Yeah. So I. I don't like the fact that they only have four choices. That's my personal opinion. That is not an opinion of the show. Um, I'm just saying, I just, the, I want more choices. I mm-hmm. like options. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be able to buy stuff that I want to buy. And if you want to buy Disney stock, you cannot do that in the Oregon Saves Plan. They mm-hmm. have very specific investment options and they're pretty much age-based and then like aggressive, yeah. moderate and conservative and like, that's it. Mm-hmm. There's like four of them and that's it. Um, so if you want more investment options, and more choices and things like that, work with an investment pro or go DIY if you feel like you know enough about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but get signed up. Do something now, right? Like you should have started yesterday. These exactly. are one of those things that you should have started yesterday. Like I wish that I would have started in my 20s. 
I mean, I had a financial advisor and I was still unclear why it was important to save. Like nobody ever explained the numbers to me. That's why working with us is pretty cool too, because we have, you know, David and Justin are good teachers. We believe in education. Mm -hmm. It's one of our pillars, right? Educate, plan, and invest. And by the way, it's in that order. Education is something that's really important. If you do not understand what you're investing in, then you need to seek education, whether yep. it's a clear explanation from your financial advisor, whether it's on Google. Now, remember, you can't believe everything you read on the internet, but you can always what? read it and then verify it with someone who knows what they're <laughs> yes. talking about. Um, just so you know. And also make sure you're reading the current laws. Right. There's a lot of stuff that says 2014, 2015 um, limits. Everything changes over time, too. So mm -hmm. make sure that you have the most accurate information that you can have. But again, um, your personal situations change. Yeah. Um, there is things that can be done about that. Now, it needs to be done prior to the end of tax year. So we're not kind of in that season right now. But there are um ways that if you contributed to a traditional IRA and maybe should have done a Roth or vice versa, um, you can change them. Mm -hmm. Now, it's a little trickier. You need somebody who really knows how to fill out the paperwork, which is where someone like me comes in mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because I end up doing those. But um, there are ways to do it. It's a good way to save. It's a very base plan. This is kind of the intro to retirement saving is a Roth or a traditional IRA. Yep. Again, I have not given you advice on which one to open. It is a personal situation and should be evaluated with a financial pro mm -hmm. um, or seek out additional information. If you need somebody to help and you don't have a guy, you can call our office. How can they reach us? 541-375-0898. So give us a call. You'll get Christine on the phone. Sometimes you'll get me. And if we're both busy, you get the boys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so give us a call, 541-375-0898. We are out of time. Thank you, Christine, for joining me today. Yeah, welcome. All right. We will see you next week on Tuesday. This is the True Wealth Radio Show on News Radio 1240, KQEN.